Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Stop Gang Stalking Crimes Activism Call. Our goal is to look for ways to expose gang stalking and directed energy weapon tactics crimes against targeted individuals and to help TIs regain their lives and fight back in a positive way and educating the public. Hope everybody's doing great today. I think 2017 we ended really good, guys. Got some great things, a lot of new people getting involved in bringing up public awareness. Hi, Lauren Kay. Hello, New York. Hey, how are you? Doing pretty good. Good. One of the things, guys, I thought we could talk about today is what are some great, some good ideas about ways we could get more TIs involved in uh, bringing up public awareness and some ways that we could... uh, reach out to families and friends to get them to understand uh, about this crime. And uh, maybe some things that might you guys might think are lacking that we need to try or work on to help the TI community and to bring up public awareness. Not a very talkative crowd today, huh? <clears throat> Hello, Sumaya. Hi, Terry. How are you doing today? Oh, uh, you know. <laughs> it's uh, still going. Yeah. yeah How are you? It is. I'm doing good. Yeah. Trying good. to get more organized and start getting oh. some other things to move forward, you know? Uh-huh. Good. And uh, trying to educate people more. Trying to, really, I'm trying to figure out a way to get to TIs the fact that a lot of what they say and the way they act has to do a lot of the way their life goes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been saying that for years. Mhm. 
there's just so much there's so much negativity out there it makes it really hard for you know people to go forward because I know. I think in in I know. some ways people get stuck on that they really they really do and it's so hard and frustrating to to break through that you know with words uh but a lot of this program is based on your words. I mean, they'll make something happen if you say it. Well, that's what I've been telling people because I actually sat around and thought things out and tried to get them to react, and they didn't react. But the minute... What? Where are you? Terry? Must have gotten blocked. Uh, he was talking about something. Anybody else on? We can come back to it when he comes back. Uh, I'll just wait for him. He must have gotten booted. Okay, anybody else on now? Sorry about that, guys got kicked. They often do that to me. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. But I didn't hear anybody else talk. Yeah, more and more when I'm at home, and mainly what I've been at home for the last few weeks is when they've been inter- messing and interfering with calls and stuff. Yeah, so going back to uh, I, what you're talking about is really important. Uh, we could wait and see when we get some more people on and see if we can start that conversation again because it yeah. is an important topic, yeah. Yeah, it's really important. You know, uh, another thing that I've been talking about, more and more people are saying, what can we do to fight back and stuff? And I'm I'm urging, but it's surprising how many people don't want to get involved or do things or spread information. That's that's another thing that I'm having a hard time with is people not wanting to to help out getting education out to other TIs, you know, things yeah. that we can help regain ourselves. Yeah. You know, recently I shared a, a church that said they would open TIs with open arms, and a person got very upset about it. And to me, it just didn't make sense trying to get that information out to people. To a church? No. Yeah, a church. The church that I go to said I mentioned to them that ten people would like to have a church to come to in the Portland area, and uh, they said we'll tell them to come. We'll open them with open arms. They may not understand all about crime, but they know what's going on, and they realize people will need the church, too, so um, they said invite them and let them know, so I made a post about it and and got Mm -hmm. said about it, which didn't make sense. 
Uh, well, it, it, there is spiritual warfare going on, so if you can get people to, you know, think about that level of it. Uh, but, no, I agree. You know, people, some people are so locked in to their own mental pain suffering that they don't even see a way out, even if you tell them they don't really consider it. And they uh, they get really upset, and they'll stay in that upset mode for not only hours, but days and weeks at a time, which totally drains them. Uh, their hormonal systems are thrown off. Their sleep cycles are thrown off. There's a lot that happens when you stay in negativity for too long to the body. And uh, it starts to break down. It doesn't heal as fast. We have to turn that around as quickly as possible. It's not to say you shouldn't be angry or depressed or, or fearful, but not for hours and days and weeks at a time or else you ruin your own health. So, And they're counting on that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. I am 100 convinced that they count on TI sitting on calls and talking about what bothers them most and talking about it. Because there, there was a psychiatrist that actually is on our side, and he wrote an article about TIs being stuck in the perpetual loop. They've, they've accepted yeah. it. They just live it over and over and over, and they don't want to go forward and do anything. And he yeah. says that's one of our biggest problems. Yeah. That's right. It's conditioning, you know? Yes, it is conditioning. And then when people are arguing with each other on the calls, it sounds horrible. And if anybody new shows up, they're like, that's not where I want to be. Yeah, that this arguing and fighting that started going on and still continuing amongst people is really hindering the progress that we can make. And uh, I've been talking and being more outspoken about it, and I know some people don't like that because uh, I just say what's on my mind. I think most of you guys are learning that what the way I think about things, even if it does upset some. But realistically, that it is what the perpetrators want is for us to fight and argue amongst ourselves because that helps further their agendas. Yeah, it does. So I'm still wondering how long this thing is going to boil before it really spills over. I think that the information, you know, the act, the activities, the, you know, support groups are growing. But how yeah. long before their programming and their agenda spills over so that it's not working anymore? And I be, and I still believe that just like in physics and just like sine and cosine waves of pretty much every empire that came and went, that this has to reach a boiling point when when it starts to cave in on itself. And so uh, when that happens, we're going to start to see. At first, we may see an upgrade. You know, where they, you know, out of panic, they turn up the heat for a while but then it should collapse in on itself and that's that's political that's economic that's scientific um 
every every different way I've looked at it, and God could come in just at that point and say, "Here's where it ends." But yep. uh, but I just don't know when, and nobody knows when. That's the hard part. Well, you, you know, you made a very good point. It is I call it the domino effect, but it is going to collapse, and because things mm-hmm. can only go so far, yeah. and then they implode like this. And you're right, every every nation, country, whatever you want to call them, that's ever done programs like this against their citizens, clear back to the Roman times, you could even go back as far as Jesus himself, you know, they eventually did collapse and fall within themselves. Yeah. Yeah, they do. It goes way back. It does. It's very important, but one thing that we really got to do as TIs, we really got to work on regaining our lives. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I talk to people all the time, and I hear stories about people that haven't came out of their house, you know, for two months at a time and and not living at all. It's to me that that's one thing that we got to overcome. That's another thing that I'm trying to work on is to help overcome. And uh, mm-hmm. we do have some great new ideas that are that have came up recently. Um, one of them, uh, Linda Costanzo, that's just joining us, she actually brought it up in a conversation the other day, and we talked about it, and I believe she's going to follow through with it, and I'm going to give her all the support and backing I can, and hopefully. Um, recently, I've talked to a fifth family member, and they went very well. The family started believing the person and started supporting them and not saying they need to go to a mental place. So, so I know we can support family and, and help regain that. It's starting to prove that on a much larger scale every day. Yeah. Yes, uh-huh. You know, and, and all they have to do to believe you is find proof online in their own searches. And then, it's. I mean, when we first started these, there wasn't a lot of information out there for targeting or, or you know, PDFs and books. But now, if somebody gets on, they're going to find a ton of information to look at. A ton. Yes, absolutely. So you don't have to worry about, you can say, well, if you don't believe me, just go online, you know. Uh, You'll find all kinds of stories that back up what I just told you. And then they'll be like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, the stories, and they're happening more frequent, too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I, I think that when we reach out to the public, we should really mainstream what we're saying to them, and a lot of the other stuff will come to light as we expose it. Yes, because, it uh, already one is. Of, yeah, mm-hmm. one of the things that I wrote in my newsletter this week is a sharp spear makes a much deeper cut. In other words, you know, if you, if you go at it with a hammer, you got to kind of beat your way into something. But if you have a nice sharp spear, you can punch your way into it. Yes, and the spear would be analogous to what? Well, to getting the truth out, you know. To uh-huh. to see, like me, I had to to pen an arrow down and make a better reference to what I mean is is the fact that I pretty much go after gang stalking and direct energy weapons used on people. Now, I know there's a great deal more to this crime, but I choose to use those two fronts because I believe those are the ones that we can prove. 
You can prove chemistry also. Yeah. Chemistry is a big part of this, Chuck. Hi, you guys. Hi, Linda. Hi. I, you know, I really, I, I really agree with you, um, Sue, that that um, you know, there's an awful lot of information online, and they can actually go find proof. My only mm-hmm. concern is, I, like, I, somebody asked me to look up um, Wikipedia's description of of targeted individuals, and it, it what it comes up on is Wiki something like I'm not sure. It's not exactly the. Not, I'm sorry, not Wiki, Wikipedia. Um, to find it, and there's one in one Wikipedia site. It absolutely says that we are crazy, we are nuts. You know, it goes on and on about all the things that we hear about ourselves from the perps, um, which is why I think it's a good idea to, like, these people give their parents, like Ted Gunderson's, my, this is my chant, um, Ted Gunderson's affidavit so they can, like, zero in right away on something that makes, that they know, that we know describes precisely what's happening, you know. Um, that's just my opinion. If we get the, if we can get the yeah. parents, you know, to listen to us, especially read that to them and then tell them where they can find it, I think that's a really good place for these parents to start, you know. Well, yeah, the, well, the good news about Wikipedia is you can go in there and edit somebody else's yes. page. If, if you have, so, at you know, yeah, you can interject your own, like, here's a link to find out, and here's another, pre- and here's a PDF, and, and here's how you get the affidavit. Right. Um, so you're allowed to rewrite some of that. Yeah. And that's my intention. It's going yeah. there because it's it's a slander of the first order. Yeah, know? yeah. And that's not, you know, we it's supposed to be encyclopedic, and it ends up being very opinion if it's opinion, it needs to be flagged. Shouldn't yeah. be just blatant opinion and bashing and stuff. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, but I do t- I plan on figuring a way to correct that. You know, and you know, to describe what Ted Gunderson says, and then give them the link mm-hmm. so they can see the whole thing, because yeah. that's very detrimental for us. You know. Yeah. Yeah. that. My intent, but that's well, what would worry me a little bit about, you know, just telling parents to just, you know, um, research themselves because they might research the wrong site. It may confirm their concerns, you know? Yeah, that's right. So we have to do our own, you know, information warfare. Yes. Yes, we sure do. Yes, Absolutely. And Carrie's doing a heck of a job with that information warfare, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Carrie's got a really good idea going on here. You know, in yeah, you guys, uh, Linda actually got to talk to somebody. This is something that really I, I find fascinating and gives me hope. Uh, I recently had a TI that contacted me. His name was Ryan. And uh, he let me know that he everybody wanted him to go get mental help and that his family didn't believe him and his world was feeling crushed. He's very down. He actually took off from one state to another. And uh, I told him, I said, and this is the fifth family I've done this with so far. I said, well, let me know. Let, let me know and if I can help in any way. And I said, if you want, 
you can have your family call me, and I will talk to them. And I'd like to get some other volunteers to volunteer through my website to do this if you guys feel well-versed in talking to families about this because we're going to start expanding this area. And uh, so what happened was is his mom called me, and she spent about 45 minutes to an hour on the phone with me. And then when I talked to Ryan, he goes, thank God I got a hold of you. He goes, my whole world has changed. Instead of people telling me to go to the mental hospital, they're now trying to get me help in a more positive ways, and they believe what's going on. And I'll tell you, from the way that he first called me with anxiety, strung out, ready to give up to where he called and was thankful and said he wanted to join the fight and do everything that he could do to, to get things going, talked about getting a job and stuff. Guys, we can do this. We can help these others regain their lives. You know, I also think that. we save lives this way. This could save lives. Oh, absolutely. Lives, you know, when yeah. kids get, get so, so depressed and no one believes them and it's happening again and again, you know, if we can come in there and, and um, I just think it, this could very, very well save lives. I think it's a great idea, reaching out to the parents. Yeah. Well, uh, we kind of started the call off. We've got quite a few people on here. Um, Sumaya, you want to you want to talk a little bit about what we started with and kind of restart the conversation? Well, yes, Terry. Thank you. Um, you know, we we were just discussing how important it is for people to monitor their own words and their thoughts. Of course, we know there's a lot of mind control, but the keyword aspect of their of their data mining has, I think, a lot to do with how they uh, repeat back to you what you've said and what you've thought. And they will absolutely use your own beliefs against you. So, again, I've said this before, you know, the selective memory, the selective perception, and how you word it, like when you're on a call, a lot of us have noticed, if you talk about your targeting in a certain way, they will play that back to you in your reality to make it sure. So the example, the easiest example is you think you're being followed by red cars and trucks uh, because that's what your perception was narrowed in on. Next thing you know, it's all red cars and trucks every day. And so you think it's all about the red cars and trucks stalking you. And then you're distracted by that belief. You don't get to see a bigger picture or how you can um, monitor what you're saying and how you're recreating your experience through that. So they're looking for keywords. That's what I'm trying to say simply. A lot of this mind control stuff is based on NLP, and it's based on uh, spirituality and ritualism. And all that stuff is about repetition and creating your reality through your words and thoughts. So I don't know if I made it too complicated. I'm trying to keep it simple. But if somebody says to themselves and out loud, they always do blah, 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 fill in the blank. That's what they will do to you. If they always do this, if they always, you know, that's what they will play to you. And then um, what you do is you start to modify your speech patterns. And therefore, you can, you can modify how you feel about it and how you react to it, too. So those are other levels of how it can work in your favor. If you change uh, the NLP, 
to work in your favor, you can actually change the way your targeting is um, happening to you. Hello? Hello? So, yeah, so we're we're on the topic here. So, Terry, did you want to, like, add to that somehow? Uh, I think you did a really good job, but um, it's very important that we watch what does come out of our mouths. Like Sumai was saying, you guys, over and over, I proved to myself that they use what we verbally talk about against us. Yeah, yeah. I know that absolutely happened to me in the one light cars, you know. I talked about it, and, and, and now I don't just see it going one way and on the other. I see like three or four one light cars, you know, mm-hmm. to kind of, I think, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that's absolutely. part of it. That would be like an obvious example because the, the stalking is pretty obvious. Yeah. But let's say you're thinking or saying to the calls, um, I'm probably going to die from this. I'm probably going to die. I'm afraid I'm going to die from this. Next thing you know, there are threats against you, either verbally or visually or auditory, that will reinforce that fear so you'll be in that fear, you know. And they want to keep you in that fear. So you have to change. You probably won't die from this. They'll probably keep you around a while and learn from you. They probably won't understand how spiritual you are. They, you know, fill in the blank. Change change the script. That's what it is. You have to change your own script. Now, after you're done with the one-light headlights, uh, change your script to, uh, they don't care about me. They don't care about me, and they're not following me. What? If you guys are making noise in the background, uh, please uh, star six yourself, and I'll be back in the chat here in a minute. I got my computer went down. Yeah, they wanted to interrupt that. All right. So, um, okay, so you can. So I'm just going to end with this before we get interrupted again. That. If you change the script, it's like you're writing your story. Mm-hmm. And you can say, instead of one light headlights, uh, you can change it to, all right, today it's going to be only green cars. Let's change it. Make the game different. And the next time you go out, no, it's only little brown cars. I only get brown. And then see what they do. And you can play the game if you like to or just ignore them which is what I do on the road. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what I do, too. But I have been known on occasion, because I know they do play that, when I'm talking to somebody on the phone, I'll say, yeah, my perps, this usually throws most of you guys off, but I say my perps usually leave money on my doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Something that they could do if they wanted. <laughs> yeah. Not and so I probably repeated that 50 times and said, you know, I just hate money on my doorstep. Uh, well, I, I say, well, when I change that to a money thing, I'll say, well, they're spending millions of dollars on me. Uh, you know, that's that's almost the same as them leaving the bag of money on the doorstep. They're still spending millions of dollars on each one of us. You know, that's a good thing to say on the calls too because after all, these grunt guys that are, you know, in our houses following us around and listening to our calls probably aren't getting paid that much. Maybe we'd sow a few seeds of contention there with 
talking about how much they're spending because they're probably not spending much of that on these guys. You no. know what I'm saying? No, they're they're not seeing that money. And that that was another piece of it. Is like, well, you know what? If you scale back these programs, there would be a lot more money in your own pocket. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, well, that's all I was going to say about that. You know, it's something I've talked about in the past many times, and we always get new people. There's been a lot of there's been a lot of negative calls lately, and I haven't been on them as much. So, and Linda, I wanted to say I'm sorry you haven't seen me on your calls the last couple of weeks. I've been uh, I have been backing away from the big calls. Yeah. And. Uh, it's not personal to you at all. Oh, um, I no, honey. I just, I just I, was concerned that you were maybe not around very much. I was just concerned about you. No. Oh, I'm, I'm still hanging in there. But I, Good. when I get on calls, it's usually the smaller ones because yeah. it's a little more under control. But yours is a big call now, so and yeah. Ella's is yeah. big, and Derek's doing big calls, and I try not to stay on too much. So. Yeah, well, that makes sense because they have gotten negative. Um, you know, not by our choosing, but they have gotten negative, and that's unfortunate, and hopefully that stuff will calm down, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm right with you on that. Um, I don't get on calls as much as I probably should and speak to keep things moving and keep recruiting new people to be active, but um, Linda can attest to this, and I've told many others that one of the reasons why I don't get on it because all the negativity doesn't do us any good are to listen to people talk about their targeting over and over and over. It, it right. really doesn't help us. Right. Yeah. And, you know, you don't, as a moderator, you don't want to block people when they're in pain. Right. But So right. it's like an emotional conflict. Um, yeah. You know, how much do I let them speak and how much yeah. not? And I think maybe if we, if we, if we, um, I think maybe if we segment, how do I put mm-hmm. this? Um, take like a, an hour, the first hour to anybody who's new, come on, tell us about what's going on. And then the mm-hmm. next hours, make it about activism and what's going on and what good things are happening, you know? Mm-hmm. How's that yeah. sound? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Because sure, people, you want to do yeah. it. Well, new people do need to, you know, get it out, and they do need to hear some feedback regarding their targeting, I think. But we can't yeah. spend the whole call there. Yeah, that's right. And shielding would be a section also. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. What we found effective, yeah. I hadn't heard Dwight, Dwight Mangum, um, talk about, you know, um, grounding and magnets. I would be having a lot of trouble today, you know, but I heard him and, yeah, about his shielding, and I think he does a great job. So, yeah, we need to discuss that, too. Yeah. Yeah, we can have a parent. Um, would it be better to have, like, a parent call on, like, a to- totally different call, you think? Like I think we should do it a different call, but. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do think it's a Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your idea there, Linda? What, well, it was just, well, I don't have it all figured out. It's just that I do feel that, um If we had calls where people were, you know, told to invite their parents to come on and listen to us, and then we could have some of some of us who, like you, uh, Sue and Terry and me, and you know, other people that are pretty grounded, you know, 
um, <laughs> it would be helpful, I think, you know, to talk mm-hmm. about it, talk what we're going through, talk what we're doing, and tell and give them resources, you know, about mm-hmm. um, where they can go find this information. And, um, you know, I think that would just work real well. And that think, would. Yeah, and I, that, that would. Yeah. It came to my mind while you were saying is maybe a parent and teacher's call because yeah. teachers yeah. may, sometimes teachers notice things. I know when I was a teacher, I would see things in children that maybe the parents are ignoring or they don't really understand, right. you know, why uh, there's certain behavioral problems that could be related to targeting. Yeah. And so if we invite teachers in, maybe that would be a good way to disseminate information. For them right. Right. Do we know any I, uh, TI teachers? Uh, well, past teachers, me, Lonnie, um, some other people used to be teachers, but I think we'd have to do a, a separate, like, uh, invite for schools. Oh. To, uh, yeah, I think, I think they'd need some information, some serious information before we did that because we don't yeah. know that they're all on our side, you know? Yeah, I know. it. Yeah. But for now, if we get this started soon, I think some people who've been around a while and have looked into it and learned a lot, and, you know, um, I think that's a good way to go with parents. And, and have the kids there, too. They're, they're you know, yeah. offspring there, too, to listen to it. And Terry's mom, who is just wonderful about all this, you know, she started out doubting them very much, and she's a a very true believer at this point. That's a good you know, I think she would be a great lead-in speaker for that yeah. situation, you uh-huh. know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it would work. You know what? Yeah. Yeah? Sue, I was going to ask you to do this once before, but would you like to mention it? Since we do have quite a few people here today. Would you like to tell people about the positive and negative energy? <laughs> wow. Uh, that's a big subject. Um, it is a big subject, but I think it's something we should educate TIs about. It has to go with what they think and what they do, too. Of course. Well, you know what I'd like to do instead, just very briefly, because we were talking about words and we could stay on that. But I have a, a little YouTube ch- channel with like 10 or 12 little talks. They're spiritual and scriptural based, and I talk a lot about energy on those. So if they just want to listen on their own time, they can go to the YouTube. And uh, it opens up with the Divine Order talk. And you just go to Quantum Theology Radio on YouTube. And there aren't too many of me out there doing that. So um, that's. I think that would cover that for right now. I wasn't really prepared to speak on it right now. Uh, tonight. Well, that's fine. If you want to, you know, bring something next week, that would be great. But I think that's Uh, something that we need to start addressing and educating people. Well, I have. I mean, that's what my calls were all about. I mean, for like a year, every week, brought in energy and how you can think about it, how you can heal yourself, how you can meditate with energy, clear it. And that's kind of why I picked on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's it's definitely a, a, a part of my work, but uh, I'd rather people just go and listen to what I've already done so that, right. you know, and they can do it on their own time. If it's late at night and no, no 
calls are available. They can just listen to Quantum Theology Radio, 15 minutes, 20 minutes each. Get a get an uplift, you know. Get a yeah, face lift. Good. <laughs> <laughs> or a spirit lift. I noticed also that if you, like when you go out, I see a lot of people with frowns, you know, and I know there's a, a lot of people in pain now, a lot, especially as elderly and retired people. And when I go out, I make myself smile, like even if I don't feel like it, because it, you get better reactions and you start to feel better yourself. You know, so if you, you know, walk the walk, you can eventually talk it too. Well, you know, that's a good point that you just made up today because I just read an article today about, talks about fighting against enemies and overcoming crimes and stuff and people who are out to get others and, and create problems. And one of the biggest things that they mentioned in this was to smile because the people who want to bring you down hate the fact that you're happy and you smile. It really ruins their day. So that that's great that you mentioned that. Well, it's also a physiological thing because the muscles in your face respond. I mean, so it's like brain training at the same time. If you smile, you use those muscles, people react nicely to you, then uh, it's a kind of a vicious cycle. You're kind, they're kind back to you, so better. Well, I don't know that I would call it a vicious cycle. <laughs> it's a good cycle. Not vicious. Well, it's, yeah, it's just a term. But yeah. it's a, a repeating cycle, you know. Yeah. yeah. I also, under, I've heard that um, that those muscles or that position of your mouth triggers, like, mm-hmm. some um, happy frequencies in your brain. Just the mm-hmm. smile, just the the fact that you do, I don't know, that it triggers something that emits our happy hormones. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of what I was referring to. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, it's like a, your your cellular memory of smiling oh. might trigger other memories of smiling, or at just on the physiological, you know, the neurological level, the smile triggers certain parts of the brain, and therefore you're exercising, you know, positive feelings, right. positive thoughts, positive memories. Yeah. Yeah, anybody else that wants to add to the conversation, please do. I do think, though, that as a GI community, if we can start teaching, working with each other, and organizing, networking, and start teaching their lives and be more positive and get stretched, it's going to be that much easier. Well, I do notice is there's so many GI out there that are struggling with everyday life reaching them and educating them on what they do and what they say and positive and negativity would really help. Educating them on what they do and what they say. There's an echo. Yeah, They're messing huh? with your phone. Harry? Well, I have no doubt. It sounds like somebody's phone's open or somebody's on a speaker phone. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, guys. What? Hello? Sorry, Hello. that was me. I, I, I don't know. I came undone. I came unmuted. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Hello. 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 Yeah, Alex here. 
I want to say, if you want to smile, watch comedy. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, oh, yeah. They, they have great shows. Yeah. Um, uh, can I, somebody give me Neil's email? Electricrose22 at yahoo.com. Okay, uh, can you speak slowly? I, I you okay, know, I'm an, Im- I, I'm, I'm an immigrant, so I have to be slow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll say it slow. Electric. Electric. Okay, Rose. electric. Rose. Rose like Rose a flower. Like, uh-huh. 22. Uh-huh. At. At. Yahoo. Uh-huh. Dot com. Dot com. Thank you very much. But and you Terry. Should know, you should mm-hmm. know in advance he's already got more than 3,000 emails he hasn't gotten to, so. Oh, that's oh, that's why. He's okay. pretty overwhelmed. Yeah. How about uh, Terry? I I have uh, uh, almost everybody. I don't have Neil and Terry. Well, I don't feel comfortable giving out anybody's phone numbers, but you could write. No, not 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 the phone number. Email. It's over there somewhere. I I'm just lazy to look. <laughs> I just I just gave you the email. No, no, Terry. Oh, oh my email is at stopgangstalkingcrimes at gmail dot com. Stop. Speak slowly. I'm an immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stop. Stop. Gangstalking. Yeah. Oh, gangstalking. Okay. Stalking at gmail. At at crimes. At gmail.com. It's just like the title to my website, but at gmail.com. Ah, oh, okay. Thank you. Gmail. Okay. Uh, I think somebody of you were yesterday listening to that uh, guy, Divine. Somebody was listening yesterday uh, who promised to, in Bangladesh, to remove implants. Yeah, I heard that. You heard that, right? Uh huh. So, uh, in my opinion, I, I this uh, sounds skimmy. What do you think? Mhm. I didn't like it. I didn't I, like it either. That's no. why I. Mhm. Well, it says yeah, yeah. It, Go. it says on his on his um little flyer that that was on Pax International site. It says that um that everything is. Contained in you know he's got three packages one for nine ninety nine one for right. twelve ninety five one for sixteen ninety five or ninety nine and it it states that um, that the removal of the implants is included in one of those packages so I asked him what what would you know is that included or is that extra cost what you know how does that work out if you go to Bangladesh and he said yeah. well that's something you have to work out with them. It's like don't include that in the package, and then say we have to work that out with them. Is it in the yeah. package or isn't it? You know, it's, it's something something fishy going on over there. Uh-huh. I, I, it's uh-huh. my personal opinion. I don't want to <laughs> discourage anybody. No, You're I right. no, yeah. I I agree with you. Yeah. When he was through, well, what did he explain to us? You know, really, what did he explain? The only Nothing. Thing, no, the only thing we took from it was that he has a suit that we can buy for two hundred dollars. Or some cage, not a Faraday cage, just some cage yeah. that we right. could buy for two hundred dollars. Other than that, we didn't get a whole lot. 
you know? Actually, actually we can make a suit. Yeah. Uh, or, uh, you can make it by yourself if you get the right material. Mm-hmm. You know, you have yeah. to do just research the material. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. But uh, really, I don't personally don't believe in these uh, suits. Well, because... to, who wants to end up in Bangladesh with a exactly. dispute <laughs> over a cost of this surgery, right? I mean, uh, would you ever be seen again? I don't know, you know? <laughs> but um, I, 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 uh, hi, this is Vanetta. I heard you talking about the suits. And all I could think of was Better Call Saul and his brother when they lined his suit with the emergency um, blanket uh, aluminum yeah. because he was had EMF sensitivity, which at the time, well, I just found out I was a TI, so I thought it was a hoop, you yeah. know, um, that it would line. But that's something you could do is line your suit, you know, make your suit yeah. or a, a yeah. jumpsuit or a snowsuit and just line it yourself with the Tevalar or um a full um, long john or something, and line it with it, and wet at the bed every night. You know, well, I'll tell you, also, yeah. less EMF sells a, they call them smog pants, I don't know why, but, and mm-hmm. also a hoodie that are, that are supposed mm-hmm. to, you know, reflect the, the frequencies back away from you, um, mm-hmm. and that's a total of, I think, $300. Yeah, but you can do this. I'm talking about doing it on the cheap. Yeah. You know, if you don't have that kind of money, you can line a pair of sweatpants, you know, go to Walmart. Yeah. Buy, and I, I'm thinking about it. I'm going to do that. Go to Walmart and buy you the blanket, a couple of those blankets for two ninety seven, and line you a pair of sweatpants and line you a, a, a sweater or um, a leather jacket, which is even better, a whole leather coat, and uh, you're done. You yeah. know, you, you're good. And line your hat, spray that with the silicone, and you're good. Yeah. You know, uh, get one of those uh, masks, um, ski masks, cover your face and line it with the, and spray that <laughs> silicone on it. Yeah. You know? Hopefully you have no guests for the night, right? <laughs> you're right, right. Yeah, I hope so. And, um, you know, and put the ski mask, and you go to bed, you know, yeah. and you're good. Yeah. Or you're sitting up in your house and they're hitting you, you know, you're good. Did I'm we thinking ask about, him, I'm thinking out loud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did we did we ask him um uh, what what the material was that he that he made the suits out of? I don't remember if anybody asked him. Okay. I asked him. I did asked you? him. Yeah. No, no, I asked him about if he saw any of the implants removed. He said he uh-huh. didn't. Yeah. And I asked him if uh, they can put any of the removed implants that on the internet then we can see it. Uh-huh. I think he promised uh, to talk to them uh-huh. uh, about this. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, because the implants have to have serial numbers on them. Well, at least, at least, uh, how manufacturing number. Uh huh. Manufacturing numbers on them somewhere. Well, More likely. The, mm-hmm. Well, the 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 implants that uh, I heard that they so small. Mm-hmm. That uh, they thin like a hair. Oh, okay. So they could. Yeah, but but guys... they 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 can put them on the internet to see it, you know, and uh-huh. describe the, the, describe the size of it. They oh, can they can magnify them. You're right. Put it on the internet for everybody to see. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I, I'm glad I brought this up because I don't want people to fall into this trap if it's a, if it's yeah. not, you know. Yes. Well, yeah. simply we I have, didn't know. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, I was yeah, just going to say, I, I didn't hear the call, but there, from what you people have been explaining to me and sent to me, it does sound kind of hokey. And I, I think before you get involved in doing anything, you should really check it out, you know, and, and yeah. see what's going on. You know, yeah. just don't mm-hmm. jump into anything. But the new implants, you guys, uh, I've seen a picture of it. I haven't posted or anything. I don't know if I should share just for people to look at or not because it might not even be the right implant. But one that was sent to me is the third of a size of a grain of rice. They said oh. the new implants would go through a syringe like a 28-gauge U100, which to give you a good idea of it, those are what those are commonly used in doctor's offices and stuff. That, that's uh-huh. the type of syringe that drug addicts use and stuff. Uh-huh. So that's a very small device. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, think about them coming out with a sheet, you know, like a cookie sheet with a bunch of syringes on it with uh, implants. They could actually implant a person's entire body in just, you know, probably less than five minutes and be gone and mm-hmm. nobody would even know it. Mm-hmm. And if they use the numbing agent yeah. in, the, in an implanting it and the needles, do, if you didn't know you got a shot, you wouldn't know to look for it because it really, you really don't feel it. Right. So that's pretty important. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, it de- de- depends yeah. when these implants were put in, how many years ago, because they always uh-huh. advanced. They got smaller and smaller. Yeah. So uh-huh. I, I heard that they're so small that you cannot, even MRI cannot uh, see them, some of them. And so because, they, be, because they don't have metal in it. Yeah. While we're on the subject of implants, um, I don't know if you can hear in the background, but uh, I'm getting ready to do some things about the revelations, the last book of the Bible. And uh, one thing that's that's very important about it, and I, you know, after hearing it several times, you know, they keep talking about the mark of the beast. People are talking about all of these mm-hmm. uh, electronics. Well, it's interesting enough that the two things they want to do is the the new the new ones they want to put in your forehead right up front. And in your mm-hmm. wrist, which would be your hand. And mm-hmm. it says in the Bible, your forehead and your hand. So that's really yeah. interesting. Now, if I have a turn, turns first. Turn Where in your front? forehead would it show? I, I don't know. I'd have to do some more research. But I, I do find that interesting that something that was written so long ago is talking about things being put in people. Right. Uh, listen, uh, can I say something about uh, this, uh, the Bible you mentioned? Uh, anything people uh, want to mimic God, it's not going to work, in my opinion, because we are people. We don't have that power, you know, and uh, everything we try to do it and we do it uh, and it's going to harm us as a society, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think, so, I think Terry, also, at least this is my, my view of how God would be involved in this, is that... Um, He's the all-powerful one, and he can guide, the, or we can just, you know, pray to him to please um, be with us. But I don't think we're going to be acting like God, you know, just seeking the power of God. That's that's my opinion of how we interpret God. Yeah, but God. Some, some people do think yeah. that they can be God. Yeah. Some people do think that, yeah. and yeah. that's it why <laughs> they try to invent all, all, all this uh, technology, which is... Actually, harm in the society. Look at the cell phone. Cell phone actually is a weapon, and we know that uh-huh. better than anybody else. It's uh-huh. a weapon, but because 
the technology is so far ahead of the law and congresses they have all these old people they have no no idea about new technology <laughs> very little you know that's true so that's true and uh, they don't want it maybe if they know about it more they would do something but they don't do anything about this uh, they're so far behind the technology the law uh-huh. and uh, well, that's why it's so important for us they, to educate people. They don't uh-huh. understand that cell phone is more dangerous than a gun. Because, look, uh-huh. I'm, I'm followed by cell phones. The other day uh-huh. I was mentioning that usually these perps work in, in pairs, a woman and a man. Then I said sometimes two men. Next day, two women show up with the cell phones because I'm sleeping in the subway and I have a hidden camera. So I, I usually I get them all on the in the pictures. So mm-hmm. the, 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 that's what the cell phone is a weapon. If they just mm-hmm. understand this, they would have to reg, regulate it. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they can rebuild a cell phone where it cannot be used as a weapon. Exactly. You know, if they, if they, they, they regul- put safeguards in there, they regulate it. You know exactly. I understand yeah. what you're saying, Alex. Yeah. I agree, but you're right, Alex. We got so many old people in the Congress who don't understand <laughs> technology, and I'm old. I'm 66, but they, you know, I had to learn technology because of my job working with it, and of course I had to educate myself, realizing what was going on. But they don't take that time. They most of them got their behind stuck up there. Their heads stuck up their behinds, and they, yeah. they don't really see what's going on, you know. Yeah, and you, plus, you, the lobbyist is blocking everything because, you know, it's, it, it's just amazing um, yeah. how they keep passing this all these laws and allowing these cell phone towers to go up near schools and hospitals, and, and, it's all, and research has shown the damage that it does, you know, and... And the fact that they put Wi-Fi in our schools, you know, and even Russia don't even put Wi-Fi in their schools. So yeah. you're right. We need a new way to look at things. And Americans thinking that it's great to have all that technology in your house, you're just ionizing, as <clears throat> Connie was saying on the call last week, on Frank's call, you're just ionizing your whole house. You know, the, the radiation, uh, the EMF, you're raising that level. Well, all that different with the Xbox, with the iPads, cell phones. You know what we're discussing right now? It all goes back that we got to educate the public, guys. Mm-hmm. It really is our mm-hmm. job to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody could take a look at the chat so I can get back on, my computer got shut off again. So in case somebody has a good comment that for the group. Um, but we really do need to educate. But we need to something we need to do is mainstream our talk. Um, this was brought up. I mentioned this on a call, and some people didn't like what I had to say. But, guys, I'm, I'm just trying to be honest with everybody. When we talk to the public and educate them, if we stick with gang stalking tactics uh-huh. and directed energy weapons, which is things we can prove and, and fight with, and leave the rest of this other stuff out of our conversations with the public, sooner or later when we overcome it, we can bring all this stuff into our fight later. But yeah. in the beginning, we can't add a big... It's like adding a whole mess of stuff is like turning our fight into a hammer. And what we mm-hmm. need right now is a spear. 
We need a nice uh-huh. sharp spear. Uh-huh. So we really need to broaden our play and how we go about it in educating the public. Uh-huh. It's, I, I agree with Terry. Um, I was on another call, and the minority talked about the Illuminati. And I understand about the Illuminati, but I didn't think there was a place for it on the call, but he was the moderator. You know, because new TIs and other people listening, it it turned me off. I'm like, this is, I, I understand what he's saying, but this is not the place because it does sound crazy. Well, if you listen to so, outside. It and then it sounds so big. Once you get it's so big. Yeah, you how know, can you even begin to combat that? But also this kid got on the phone call and this lady said, my son Tyler has something to say. And then he started, he, the little boy screamed, that's crazy. They were perks. <laughs> that's crazy. And started calling them cunts and the N-word and oh. all that. You draw that kind of craziness also. Oh, when yeah. You talk, yeah. yeah. And, and I thought that was the, and all I could think about, that's exactly what Terry is talking about. This is the perfect example, you know, of what Terry is talking about. And also, I thought this is exactly why we had to take them down. They're turning our children into bullies and monsters. You okay, know, say, you know, yeah. I'd like to say something, Beans, you said that. We mm-hmm. really do need to think about what we're doing here. It is our job mm-hmm. to educate people, but you mm-hmm. guys... You guys got to know by now I've done quite a bit of reading and research on this. Now, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you this straight out. And you've all noticed this. The people, when you're being stalked, if you're not now, at some point you're stalking, you notice these perpetrators bringing their kids. Their kids yeah. learn this. Yeah. Now, think about this. All this bullying, if you read back and look at the timeline, mm-hmm. like in Ted Gunderson's affidavit and stuff, mm-hmm. it is telling you and you start looking at news media and stuff, a great deal of bullying and stuff, when this crime started being highlighted, that's when a great deal of bullying and stuff really went rampant in the schools and whatnot, and started hitting mainstream media, starting having shoes and stuff. That's really something mm-hmm. to think about. This crime, is, they bring their kids and stuff, and then their kids go, oh, we don't like that guy. This is what my parents does. We'll get mm-hmm. together and go after him. You know, mm-hmm. that's another reason why we need to really just shut this stuff down and, and educate people. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you, Terry. Have you contacted um, the guy who did bowling for Columbine, um, Michael? Um, he's from Flint, Michigan. Have you con- have you contacted him? No. There's a lot of people I'd like to contact and do. Yeah. And you know, also, I'd like to point out something for those of you. Mm-hmm. Who may really like Robert Duncan while we're on the subject here uh-huh. thing. This might upset a few of you guys. But Robert Duncan recently wrote, maybe it wasn't recent, but he put on Twitter or Facebook an article, uh-huh. and he does not mention that we're targeted people. He says that we're mentally ill and EMF sensitive. Yeah. And he says he picked the wrong group of people to try to help or work oh, with. Man. So you guys should know that. Well, yeah. Somebody got into him. It was that recently? Oh, yeah, I read it. Yeah, it's there. It's if weird. I have my if my computer comes back up, I'll try to find it. Yeah. Or maybe Linda can find it and maybe she'll <laughs> read it for you guys. I'm not surprised. Because... I'm not surprised at that. I never did like him. I never thought it's like he was having too much fun scaring the hell out of us, you know, without giving us any help. I, I I've always figured this. Do you about think him. that was recent, Linda? That he said yeah, it was. that. 
Yeah, it was. Oh, that's not good. No, it's not good. He picked, that's he picked, not good. He's talking about his recent, um, you know, that thing he was sending out for, to, pe- to people to test for him and that they were disrespectful and blah, blah, you know, as a result of that, and that was recent, you know. Um, he's a very angry guy, and he <sighs> needs to feel very superior, and I wasn't surprised to read that. Yeah, he actually referenced, I can't, I think it was A. A. Anderson that he references in this post. Oh, Amy Anderson? Well, I don't know if it's Amy, but I know it's A. Anderson. Yeah, I remember the call. We were on the call. But she had been targeted, clearly. We all knew that she she had had a break because of the targeting. Everybody figured it out, and different people in the chat room was trying to tell Ella and even I did, don't know. And when she said I got him on live feed, I know it was the voice to skull. Yeah. You know, I have heard enough on these calls. I recognized it. You know, so that poor woman was targeted because of what she was doing. How could he use that in such a negative frame? Because oh, he's a creep. Yeah, he is. A yeah, creep. he's na- he's nasty too. He's a very he, nasty. Yes, person. he is. Very, very nasty. rude. Yeah. One time you, I asked him a question about something about uh, you know. Something, could he explain something? His response to me was, I'm not your God. Go find your own Jesus Christ to find this information. That's what well, he did. It was, oh, really? Uh, it was, you me. never said he was Jesus. Okay, go no, ahead. No, no. And the thing is, and that was about a year ago. So he's thought this way a long time. He's been reacting that way a long time. I've never trusted not. this guy. And he's special. Anyways, the reason why I'm pointing this out, guys, is. We really do have to be careful on what we represent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And talking because about that, can, okay, go ahead. Can you check? What I want to say something after you. What kind of doctor is he? We don't know. Well, the thing is that Robert Duncan was asked repeatedly to bring his credentials out. And mm-hmm. I'll just say this straight out because this is the way I feel. What I did come across and what was presented to me mm-hmm. didn't look real. Now, maybe somebody can find a difference in that. I know Todd Gunderson no. runs a website that has... How about he was a, uh, a perp which is uh, like implanted what? in our society? What? I don't know about that. I'm not trying to say anything like that, but what I'm trying to tell you guys is that when we talk about things and who we reference to and who we want to join in the fight, guys, this is really important. We We need to look at people and work with people that are really working for us and with us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like it's like Brian Coffer. He came in, I do believe some of the stuff he was saying, but he really discredited himself. He ruined that. And so many TIs, even I was, was uplifted, thinking we're going forward and stuff. But that, And that kind of goes into the positive and negative energy because you see when everything fell apart. I don't know if you guys realize it, but you started hearing a lot of negative talking, a lot of negative emotions yeah. coming out of yeah. people right after that happened. Yeah, and that brought mm-hmm. us all down. And backwards, mm-hmm. it's just like fighting. You guys are hearing about between people attacking moderators and different people in the community. Mm-hmm. You know that mm-hmm. brings it down. You know, Sumaya said it well earlier. You guys, we really got to pay attention to this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what happened to when I tried to send an email to um, Mike Mason and Ella. I wrote the text. And then I hit send, and it says it sent successfully. Mm-hmm. And then 
I tried to read what I sent, and it was a completely different. Wow, yes. Wow, yeah. Same thing has happened with me. It's you a know, hat. Yeah. 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 And they changed Let, it midstream. Uh, I, I sent them, I sent them to, to, I was seeking their opinion about the flyer I made. So mm-hmm. it never got, it never got to them. So if wow. you want, I read it to you. I want your opinion. Mm-hmm. So it's a small one. I try to make it short as possible. Okay. Mm-hmm. On the top, on the top with capital letters, the stop electronic and energy weapons. And then protect you and your family from invisible lethal electronic weapons your government is using against innocent Americans, implanting biochips, nanochips, microchips without our consent when we are vaccinated. And then silently massacre those whom they choose. Unbelievable, but true. They have a list of targeted individuals, using them as a guinea pig, experimenting Nazi style, torturing 24-7 with direct energy weapons, silencing those who attempt to expose them. See the testimony of former FBI and NSA whistleblowers, doctors, and scientists. Do not be silent because you are next on the killer list. For more info, go to citizensagainstharmfultechnology.com. Good. That's great. That's good. And, and you know, the most important thing is, is that you added, you directed him somewhere to start learning. And that's very important, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I say something? Well, I want to say yeah. something. Um, um, Alex, you brought, you said, you know, some people like to play God. And I think mm-hmm. that's probably some, okay. Um, one of my very favorite Einstein quotes is, if you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it yourself. Okay. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Right. This and is that great. applies. I think that applies to some of these people that like to play God. They get in there mm-hmm. with all this techno babble that is meant to, you know, dazzle mm-hmm. us. And but if they can't explain it simply, they don't know what they're talking about. So yeah. we. Yeah. I think that's one thing we need to remember with all of these saviors that come our way. You know, like yeah. the guy at I mean, New York. You know, not meaning to pick on Sumaya today, guys, but, you know, Sumaya mentioned early in the call that this is partly a spiritual warfare, too. And that's very correct, guys. Think about how they target you. There's a reason why they target you the way that they do. And, you know, take away your... Go ahead. I, I don't mean to interrupt, but I never can get it um, This is Garnet. Um, yeah, I... I've been listening. I had a lot of things to say prior to this, but that part about playing God, um, I realized right away, you know, so much of this is satanic origin. I guess the whole thing satanic origin and um, occult activity. Um, they know the scriptures backwards, forwards, and the way they like to interpret it, and they use them on us to make us unstable, to make us have guilt, to um, control us. They know the scriptures, yes, indeed. 
I just wanted to say that about that. And they do all sorts of weird things behind it along with their ritual. And a lot of this layering that we do is very satanic because the rituals that they do on us, they will uh, pray curses on us and then put a layering. I don't know if they pray it or actually do it in their ritual, but they put a layering over that prayer. And then they put another curse, and then they put another layer over that. And when we're layering all this stuff on us, I I can't swear to it, but I think that it is part of their ritual abuse uh, cursing. Uh-huh. The other thing I wanted to share was that um, last night I had to go to the emergency. Um, I cut my the top of my foot. Um, on some very, very razor-sharp metal. And uh, I I went in there, and the doctor had about as much personality as a little worm. And um, when they brought the stuff in to sew me up, there was um, a nurse, a guy nurse or something that was looking at the materials that he was going to use on me as they uncovered it. And they just kept looking at it and staring at it and moving it around. And he said some very off-the-wall thing to the other guy and kind of chuckled. But he was very efficient and very good at sewing me up, and everything went well. But when I got home, I started getting nail-sized pricks in my foot, in the bottom of my foot, and up my shin. Uh, and I just thought that that was very strange. I've never had pricks like that before. I don't know if the people that are torturing me around the area were doing it, but just the thing about the chips and all that, um, I don't know. Anyhow, I just wanted to share that. Thank you. Thanks, Donna. You know, you get in that position, and it's like here you are bleeding with a gaping wound open, and you're going to contest them about putting chips in you. I, I tell you, I just sat there and prayed and hoped that they did a good job and that there were no chips in what they were doing. So it's definitely a hard place to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're kind yes, of at their is. mercy. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, something that was mentioned earlier is about shielding. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this, but uh, Aerospace Systems Design Laboratory it actually ha- has an executive summary on counter-directed energy weapons. And they mention about the people who design these obviously have countermeasures at the same time. So that might be something that we should pay attention to and look at in maybe helping get uh, finding shielding and different information to help us in countering this stuff. Definitely. I I missed it. Can you repeat what is a counter what? It's... The Aerospace System Design Laboratory, it's uh, at Georgia Tech, uh, 
has an executive summary about counter-directed energy weapons, and uh, because they know that this this is a threat, you know, to you know people, land, everything. So they're they're looking into doing some something else. We should follow too is the Navy too about directed energy weapons, because we all know that they probably have great shielding against it, and they actually give grants. Mm-hmm. So this information should be available somewhere. That's what I mean. If people want to start looking for it. Uh, uh, one of the ladies were mentioned to invite parents, uh, and uh, I would think that it's a good idea to invite outside people, not TIs, but people from outside. Somehow, I don't know if they would uh, be willing to go, but that would be much better because uh would be more information getting out. Yeah. And pe- people would talk to each other, you know, not to keep it in the house, the, this misery, but to talk to people who, like, I didn't know about it, nothing. If somebody would tell me before, I would tell you, ah, this guy is crazy or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, Maybe it's a good idea to find the invite people uh, from outside. Yeah. It is. I don't know. Uh, for you guys that are in chat, I, I shared the link to that countermeasures. And also, there's an article I think um, people that read Facebook should read. You guys can look, probably find this. There's a few articles up there, but it's former Facebook executives, says Google's Facebook, are surveillance mm-hmm. states and risks more regulations. Well, there's a couple of really good articles written about that. Well, uh, these articles, if you if you find them, is it possible to put them on a on the website? Oh yeah, there's a lot of them that do go up on the website. Uh, some of them are only shared in the newsletter. Mm-hmm. I'm a little more broad with what I share on my newsletter than what I am at the website because, like I said earlier, I really think we should focus our fight so that we can punch this stuff through. One thing which will keep us positive that we all know that this will come to an end. It's not It's not possible. God would not allow this to go uh, forever. Well, that's and true. Th- this is uh, giving us hope and positivity, for me at least. I know for sure that it's going to be an end to it, and I have a feeling that it's not going to be that long. Well, anybody that knows God is that he uses people for what he needs, and you have to do your part before he really starts answering. And personally, I, I, you know, I tell you guys that God's directing me everything I do. I do believe that. But I think maybe one of the reasons why God is waiting for us to do some things, to bring this to light, because maybe he's put it on us to bring the, all this into the light so we'll stop this. And you realize... Once uh, once this stuff is put out there, it's going to bring a lot of other things to light. I mean, there and the world's never going to look the same once this crime is exposed. Trust me, nobody's going to trust each other. Families are going to come forward and apologize for getting involved. Neighbors are going to look sickly. Uh, authorities are going to never look, be looked at the same. They might even set up different monitoring services to monitor everything, which they actually really do need. So I think it's very, very important 
that we uh, the education part of it because there's all sorts of benefits about educating the public. should also start educating the alternative media because they can pick up our plight. In fact, we've got uh, Lino, the lawyer from New York, a very prominent person in uh, sort of alternative media journalism. I just posted his uh, interview with Thomas Paine, which is an alias, but this is a leaker, mega leaker, about the programs which have been run and planned pre-Bush era even. Uh, involving implantation, involving mind control experiments, and so on. It's really busting the whole ideas which existed uh, prior to even TIs being uh, TIs. All right, some from uh, my culture, but uh, otherwise it is uh, really showing how well skimmed and planned it was well in advance. So if people like him are brave enough to risk their reputation and to speak uh, interview leakers and speak openly about it, then perhaps some other fringes of uh, uh, main media may pick up on it. Let's, uh, let's sort of compile a list of all these people. Uh, I had it once uh, who we could circulate and uh, get the talking points on their uh, channels and radios because they're well, I... not limited to just uh, uh, tube channels. This particular guy, which I'm very, very proud of being brave and uh, talking to Dane Wickington and to really making waves about uh, the country. Uh, he has got a lot of following, and the, there are people like him who are building the following, who are exposing the, the total corruption of the state, the deep state. And this will be pack and parcel of it, our, our plight, because it not appear so odd anymore. How could they do it to us? If they done the stuff which is being exposed now, it is much easier for general public to believe that they can do that too. And there's I, there are of course precedents in the past. I think they divide us uh, TIs into the groups. Oh yeah, uh, I mean uh, uh, level, level. We have levels of. Uh, uh, they have their own criteria. Yeah. So each now after uh, each each group uh, receives. Uh, different treatment, let's say. Right. And if you think I, of it, how many minds are working on devising these programs and what they they plan to achieve through doing specific experiments on specific group? So yeah, we are probably divided. We, we I don't know which group talk. I am and what group they put me, but they, they, I know that they control everything, uh, phones, emails, I can't get info my in yeah. information to Where so, are you from? Uh, yeah, I would like to know in wh which level they put me. Alex, what country are you from? I originally I was born in Ukraine. Are Soviet you Union. Or are you Russian? 
No, I'm not Russian. No, I'm not. Uh, I was born Ukraine. in Ukraine. Yeah, because there were a lot of Russians in Ukraine. You obviously know, yeah? Uh-huh. So why are you asking? Uh, why? Because I think uh, that we probably are in the same category. I'm from Poland. Oh, oh you're from Poland. I thought you were from Hungary by listening uh-huh. to your accent. <laughs> but I speak a little bit Polish. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> Well, we could have a private conversation if you want, because we don't want to bore people on this call. Exactly. Uh, so if you, I don't know how to get in touch with you, if you open to giving your phone number over this line. I give you my email or phone number. I can give you my my, yeah, my phone number. My, my phone number and my email is all over the Internet. Uh, I, I put it everywhere. I'm not afraid. I just don't want to be on a big chain of emails. So, you know. Okay, give, I'll give you my number. 929-929. You ready? Almost. 929. Um, nine. Yeah. Then, and then 
if you like going to the library, using their computer, establishing different identity, different email address. And That's exactly what they did from the library. You did, they did it from the library. So yeah. They did it from the library. They control each computer in the library. They know yeah, so everything. Each, each computer, you think? But each you each computer in the library is controlled. Yeah, if you quickly establish a new email in the library and send under that new email, it may get through. Because they are, what, what is triggering it is probably your email address. So if you have a different email address, they will have some time, you know, they will take some time to catch up with you. And in the meantime, you can all these emails. Okay. Let Terry take charge. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, but it, you know why you guys are connecting, you know, that's very important too. Um, that's another thing that I think we should tackle as a group. Personally, I recommend to people that ask me that every TI should have four people that they call that they tr that they feel they can trust TIs that they can call, trust, and talk to on a very regular basis. Um, there's many different aspects. It gives you somebody to open up to, so you don't have to go out on the calls and constantly talk about your targeting. It gives you some friends to build, friend bases. And if something happens to, that means there are going to be four people out there wondering and inquiring about you and what's going on. Excellent uh, idea. Excellent. Networking is very important. And you guys, we started off the calls for those of you who weren't there in the beginning. Um, please think about what the things that you say because it really does make a difference. It It is very apparent that what we talk about on the calls and stuff is what they use to try to get at people. So when you're on a call and you're repeating something over and over, you're sending a message to the perpetrators, this is what bothers me the most. This is what will upset my day. This is what will hinder me from having a good day. This is how you can ruin my day. So uh, one of the comments that I made earlier is I often tell people that the perps leave money on my doorstep. You know, try to think positive things and bring positive things. That's why I ask each week, you know, you guys, please bring something positive to call. Because we start building positive energy and we start going forward in a very positive way. Well, I can tell you that positive energy, the light, always overcomes the darkness, guys. And one of the things is hooking up and networking and stuff. We've got to get organized and network and work with each other like never, ever before. Thank you for that, Terry. So you're, um, I don't know for you guys that came later, uh, Linda came up with an idea project that's going to be worked on, and it's going to be getting families to come to a call so we can uh, answer, you know, talk to them, educate them about what's going on. Uh, I talked to five families, one recently, you know, Every time we get family members to believe what's going on, they share with other family members, and that helps the TI out. And in the beginning when I first joined this group, people told me it was impossible to get our families to believe and do this. Well, guys, I can absolutely tell you that is wrong thinking. 
because reaching out to five families and now they understand that they're now backing, they're not telling their TI friend or family to go to give doctor's help to check yourself in that they're schizophrenic. This is huge, guys. We can do it. Um, people that are willing to to talk to people's families and are well-versed in this problem, uh, we could use some more people that like your name on my website to help out. Uh, there is a lot of phone calls that do come through. I, don't, I get a few. I don't know how many of the other two volunteers are getting through the website. But more help is always welcome. But as Linda develops this and puts it forward, we're going to do it. I have another project that I don't want to announce to the TI community, but it's another to further our efforts in uh, educating the public. I think it's going to be huge. I ran across a few people. It is really, I think, going to be a great deal, and it's going to be added to the new flyers that are going to be going out. I'm, going to, I'm writing a new revision on the flyers. Um, it's very important that we get as many TIs on as we can, aboard as we can. Because like I, I keep telling people, each TI that we get involved in educating the public and activism, that shortens our fight. It really does. If you can do anything. Some people are just doing as simple as, as putting my website or a website on the back of their car or just wearing a T-shirt. Some are handing out flyers. Some took flyers and sending them out anonymously, you know, mailing them to professionals and stuff. Whatever way we can do to educate the subject, the public is very important, even if we're just planting a seed, because we plant the seeds. If you notice at the top of my flyer, the, the lettering and the wording and how large it is, that's all by design so that even if somebody doesn't read the whole thing, those certain words are implanted in their head. So when they come back across this, they're actually going to know what they're looking at later. They're going to know that when they see those words again and this starts coming to light, they're going to, oh, my God, I've seen this flyer, you know, or this website. And it'll be easier for them to jump in the fight and get educated that way. Yeah, good, Terry. Um, I just want to add that when you're out there talking to people, my thought is keep your personal story out of it and keep it as general and public as possible because it's too easy for people to focus on you, your problem, oh, it's just her or him. Yes. And they got a bad life and a lot of bad luck in their life or whatever. There, there might be silent judgment against you for bringing up your personal story. But if you keep it general and keep it, you know, outwardly focused, um, you know, you can you can bring up, percentages and statistics, uh, you know, of course, the websites and the flyers, but um, take the focus off of yourself. And by the way, when you're not focusing on yourself, you feel better. I mean, yes. one of the things I do when I want to get out of a slump is I go out and do something for somebody else. It's just my way of coping. And um, I'll go out and, and donate to some homeless people or I'll, I'll talk a little bit about scripture or something that takes the focus off of me and my stuff. Just a thought excellent, for you. Excellent. Very good. Well, well spoken. Thank you. Yeah, and here's something I'd like you guys to think about, and please don't take this wrong, but think about all the energy that gets spent on calls 
talking about targeting and stuff. Could you imagine no. if that same energy was spent on activism and educating the public? Right. And and exactly. instead, of, instead of the tactics, exactly. Right. Exactly. Hi, Mike. It's nice to see you. Oh, there Hi, goes Mike. your neighborhood. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's nice to hear from you. How are you doing? Doing great. I was actually on your car listening the other day. I didn't speak. I know, but stuff. I get fr- this is what frustrates me because I try to steer it. It's a hard thing because I try to steer it around and stuff like that. And even this month, just even trying to talk about the fact that January in the, in the United States, in all 50 states, was National Stalking Awareness Month. And that includes organized stalking because, it's, again, it's a, it's a crime in all 50 states. I have a hard time, and I understand why in a way, to steer people away from their targeting tactics and issues. I realize it's traumatizing and whatever, but and they need to talk about it, but it gets, you know, it becomes cir- uh, circular. Yes. Well, as one psychiatrist, yeah, I I just want to put throw this in there real quick, and then you can finish. One psychiatrist wrote an article, and he's for us, guys. He's for us, but he says in his article that we are stuck in a perpetual loop, and that keeps us from going out and doing activism and going forward because we spend most of our time talking about our targeting. Go ahead, Mike. That's it. That's I I agree, and I I see it. We all see that every day. And I think it's hard enough for a singular person, an individual person, to go out and do it wherever you live. I mean, especially if it's a bigger town. But you're doing wonderfully and show and can show have shown everyone that it's it's very easy to do. Um, so I look forward to when I get back to the previous area I was in because now I have connections with a couple other targeted people. We can do these things together. I think it would be a great idea. Hello, Mike. It's Alex. Uh, I just want to ask area. you. Yeah. Yeah. Ask you if you send me a message. I'll be right back. And you guys, when you do to go out and talk to the public or even your family member, you know, make it short and sweet. Especially if you do talk to your family. I found out it's good to give them a little bit at a time, you know, especially if you're trying to change their opinion. And another thing I want to point out to you is one thing that my niece said to me that was very important. She says, one of the things that helped confirm, Uncle Terry, that there's a crime against you is the fact that you're out doing activism to help solve it and put an end to it. You're not just complaining about it like I did in the first. So that's something to think about, too. And I think you mentioned it before, Terry that you have to tailor what you say. Yes. The type of person you're dealing with. It's very important. So it is very important. And I, you do you do have to learn. For each person, you kind of learn your own method. But I very do. I talk to somebody on the street just walking around much different than I would a business person. You know, and then you have to change it if you're talking to an officer, somebody of authority, or mayor, or senator, representative. So, yeah, you do have to tailor your message because people respond differently to it. So, so uh, what sort of age category they fall into? Because yes. younger ones, you can use the tech probably much better to to explain to them that it's possible, that it's easy, mm-hmm. that it's done uh, in, a, in a massive way. Uh, with the older person, it's a little harder. It is. 
Well, you know, I, at first I wasn't going to approach anybody in high school, but that was actually a mistake because uh, seniors in high school and above is where we I think we should start. And I'll tell you that some of those kids that are in, in seniors in high school and college, when I go back and talk to them and they say, you know, this is all true, our parents have told us a little bit, uh, we've shared your CDs in school, we've shared, we share your flyer and talk to others about it, they find it very interesting, so it's a good avenue. And it's not a stretch for them like it is for older generations or other groups. It's not a stretch, even even younger than what you were talking about, because they're born with this. They're, they don't remember a time when there was no Internet. Yeah, that's true. That's They've true. come up with it as something that's not intimidating, that's not a, you know mysterious or this vast ocean. That's just a tool that you can find out all kinds of information uh, almost immediately. So they're they're more willing to go and find out about it if you hand out uh, I don't know whatever your your discs or 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 you know any kind of information and and links are very easy people I mean look at how many people don't even go to a desktop anymore they just use go to their, use their phone yeah with the younger people also we have to bear in mind that their attention span is a bit shorter so it's got to be interesting it's got to have many aspects so they can. Uh, they can follow the subjects without sort of getting digging right. uh, themselves into deep because their yeah. attention goes away. They want a new stimulation. And, and because they've already been exposed to these kind of things and familiar with uh, even things that we don't probably we don't aren't aware of or don't talk about. Uh, There's new things coming online absolutely. every day that are you know daily use tools to make your life easier or whatever the Internet of Things and such. They're they're not. Um, this is not a stretch for them mentally. This is not something that is no, so far-fetched. I, I observe it, that their concentration span is much shorter. Right. But so but they're also, they realize how easily, just by having what you hold in your hand every day, how easily you can either willingly or unwillingly become part of the surveillance state. Just by having a phone, you can either willingly or un, unknowingly become part of a surveillance state. Because yeah, those things uh, can be activated without you realizing it or people putting uh, malware or spyware. Lots yeah, but you know, with the younger people, they are not really aware how bad it is to have this Internet of Things. They think, oh, I don't do anything wrong. You know the story. But right, but this is just right. And, and it's, it's actually eventually or hopefully sooner than later, we can find a couple of different tricks that we could show people out and about on their phones or something to show how easily that can be done. Because there's lots of little mini hacks that you can do to... to, to uh, oh, you know, Mike, it's interesting that you mentioned that. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. Uh, i got to do some more research on this. But there's actually an app out there that helps you interact and can help you send messages, even audio, through somebody else's phone that's close to you, if you know right. how to use it. Oh, so yeah, you can, I, that, I have that on my phone. Yeah. My so you phone guys came, actually, it, came with, it came already preloaded. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Well, this app is quite interesting because they said you could be in a store somewhere and whatever it is, right. you scan the other phone or you hook up to its Wi-Fi or whatever, but right. it said you could actually start talking into your phone and it will right. come out on somebody else's phone. Right, right. It's a form of NFC, near-field communication. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, that has to be regulated, you know. The, all this stuff is a crime. It's invasion of privacy. It's a long, that's a long trip. Yeah, a, a but, long but think trip. about it. Once we get 
my target level, I believe if we hit 30% of the population knowing about this, personally, I think we're between 7 and 12 currently, maybe a little higher with all the work. Maybe where you are. Yeah, maybe where you are, yeah. yeah. But as we get this higher, guys, think about there's almost some stuff coming through, but, you know, the next point once we get the public up there and we get them backing is to start getting regulations and stuff. So you guys researching on how to write these things and stuff is going to be really important for us in the future. And I don't know if you guys seen the video about them marching in Japan where they actually yes, got banners up. Yeah, I saw it. Okay, that. guys, my goal is sometime this summer and at least one city here in the U.S., we will have people marching with banners. Yes. And I'm going to do everything I can to make that a reality. And it wasn't even it, it was it was enough people, but it wasn't that many. And it you know they they were um, they really were prepared. Yeah. And I think people are willing to to participate a bit more. Take this woman's march, which I think nothing about, but uh, it just shows that people are craving some kind of unity, some kind of belonging. And if we could uh, exploit that, it would be in our favor. Well, you know, you, you talk about unity, and that's how I promote is networking and stuff. But if you guys think about it, when I first came to the group, people were like, stay away from the UFO people. But I had to tell you guys this, but those guys are fascinated about this progr- this problem. And they start stay researching. Away from I didn't hear you. They, in the beginning, people said to stay away from the UFO people. I think but I tell you what, these guys, when I talk to them, they dig right in. They want every piece of information I'm carrying with me so they can start researching it. Another one is they all attack our animals, guys. I think we should start reaching out to animal rights. Yeah, that's right. That's a great wave to ride on. That's a really good wave to ride on, yes. You know? Because if you go around, especially if you go and do some activism, because I know Sophie would do this. She does it anyway. Um, if you go with your with your with your pet, with your with your family fur fur family member, whatever you want to call, it, that really gets to people. And you, and I would be the one to say, look, they've done this to look at this to Sophie. Do you think that that's right that they should do that to creatures that that you know can't defend themselves and whatever? And pe- that resonates a lot to people. Yeah, or oh, that could <laughs> even be used when you're confronting the public and you don't want to tell the story because it's it's. Uh, really stupid to... to and it's, and it's, what it does is it softens it and it makes it more, more, it, it, it makes it more I, acceptable. Yeah. I, I think that's excellent. I have signed petitions on moveon.org about maltreatment of animals. I've signed maybe six or seven petitions um, just um, and they come in every day. So I think the animal rights people will be very interested in it. Also, I was on... Um, a communication call with the women who organized the Women's March. I signed on. Um, I didn't make the march in Raleigh, but I signed on altogether with 60,000 women. I wanted to hear how they pulled themselves together to help us TIs. And I went on there. They did a coast-to-coast call um, Sunday night at 8 o'clock, teleconference call, where they had 1,000 people on the phone. So I decided to keep up with them because they're trying to organize in each state now uh, and my state also and getting women to do different things. So I decided to keep my finger on the pulse. These are women who are not afraid. These are women who understand about government harassment. And, they're the and DACA people. people. That, that, that their uh, eyes are open. Yeah. They realize they their eyes are open. Around. 
Yeah, these Absolutely are women who are sued um, about sexual. They come from every walk of life, and, and they are. Some of them are in city councils. They getting women to run, but they would believe us. They would not be afraid. They would not be afraid to support us. That's what I'm trying to say. They, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. So and something else I want to mention while we're on mm-hmm. this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> That's right. Oh, you sorry. Just give it a minute. Give it a minute. Okay. Um, but see how that comes out. See how that a lot of people view. There's a lot of different. Mm-hmm. Things oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What? Well, okay. I here's what I remember now. Okay, you guys might know Sue. She was on the calls a lot. She started helping out with yeah. the flyers and sending out flyers, mm-hmm. and she's now got her own call. Networking uh-huh. is very important for us guys. So if you guys, any of you are out there in the state and there's not a a call for your state, we need to get a call in every state. So the mm-hmm. TIs are talking in that state, so we can organize some other things. Uh, last week, somebody came up with the idea of setting up events so that each day, like we go to the Capitol or hit an FBI in the state or something like that, if we get calls going in each state, then we can network because I'm working very hard to get it set up so that we have a regular mm-hmm. moderator's call so that mm-hmm. once a month, all the moderators can have a call, and I'm working on trying to get some type of call put together for all the people that do YouTube and uh, websites and all of that too so that we can start maybe getting people to work together in a much better way because, guys, that's the way we're going to beat this. In a short I, say, I, have it, I have one t- twice a week. That can be part for part of all of New York State, whatever you want to do, however you want to do it. Sure. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. yeah that's fine. And, and, and see – and the reason why I say call for each state, because if you're working with the people in your state, it'll be easier to keep uh, meetings going, to get things organized in that state. Mm-hmm. And also, it, it shows that we can work together collectively. And if we, if we work in a pattern like that, you know, let's say if we had one giant call that every GI came to and we had like 6,000 come to a call, it'd be really easy for them to interrupt, upset, and do different things. So working in smaller collective groups, is really more beneficial to us. As a matter of fact, you know, when I started started my call, that was an out, outgrowth of OSI, and I used to call it a New York State of Targeting after that song instead of a New York State of Mind. So that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. I like so it. I, so I urge any of you guys that are living in a state or another country or wherever, please get a call going. Get things organized in your area. Join us on a regular basis so we can communicate and get with each other, and hopefully we'll get this moderator call. Yes, and uh, if anybody needs any kind of help, like setting up uh, uh, their call, you know, number or something, I can, I, I'll help you. It's very easy to do, uh, and the, the, the board or the system, whichever one you want to go to, well, it's talk show or, or um, uh, free conference call or go to a meeting, it's very easy to do. You won't well, thank you, Mike. Here. That's very nice of you. And yet, well, thank you. And something else, guys, I want to mention, if you guys know how to do taxes, if you know how to fill out forms for SSI, if you guys have a gift for any of that, come forward and let us know because we really need to start. My church says that any TIs that want to come to it, they said that they realize it's a crime, they don't totally understand it, but they know that we're being targeted. They welcome any TIs to come forward. We need to get this. I'd like to find a state. You know, churches in every state that TIs can go to, you know, we probably won't be able to find them locally for everybody, but maybe we can find one so 
once a month that I could even, you know, make an extra drive to go join. These forms of support, we need to get back into people's lives. We need to rebuild people's lives. I don't know if you guys know this, but um, I put out my newsletter today. Let me bring this up real quick because I want to make sure I get this right. So, and I already know this is going to upset some people, but uh, here's what I here's what I put in here. And I hope you, everybody takes this in the right way. But what I put was accept what is, let go of what was, and have faith in what will be. And the reason why I use that, guys, because let's face it. Our lives are forever changed by getting inducted in this program. We're not just going to pop out of it. We're never going to have our old life back. That's not going to happen. So accepting oh, no, that's it not is, right. You're not going to, no. Yeah, that's so right. accepting it is huge for us to do. Let go of what was. If you really look into that statement, what that means is you're, you're just accepting it. You're realizing that what was is not there and you've got to go on. And then have faith that we can do things and rebuild. That's really important, you guys. And uh, I also put down in this little article that I wrote today, and this, this really is very important, fear, which is what keeps a lot of TIs from going forward and reliving your life. Fear has fear. two meaning. It's to forget everything and run or face everything and rise. And I really do believe if TIs, you know, get rid of fear out of your life, you really do start to live once you get rid of that out of your life. There's actually a really good billboard that was up once that talks about once you remove fear out of your life and get rid of it, that's when you really start living your life. Right. And I should never decide your future. That's right, Terry. Look forward and not look backward. That's right. Look forward. Look forward. And to accept and what is, this realization, and look forward. You won't get that life back, but there is a new life for you. And look forward. And remove yeah. the fear. That's right. And I want to share this to too. I, I shared this in my newsletter. I don't know if anybody actually reads my newsletter or not. But uh, coming, this was by Henry Ford. And, you know, I know Henry Ford was, he had some really good points, had some really bad points. But I wanted to share this with you because I talk so much about working together and communicating. But here's what he said. Coming together is a beginning. Keeping together is a progress, a process, whichever way you want to look at that. Working together is success. So by organizing, working together, that's how we're going to create our success. Yep. Yes. And then uh, I don't know if you guys follow me on Twitter, but here's two tweets I put on my uh, on my newsletter this week. And you guys can spread this around. One of them was, no, warning, notice to all perpetrators, we are working, organizing, networking, rigging our lives. We're going to expose these crimes, RICO crimes, against humanity. Your time is getting shorter, and the awareness and educating of the people on the truth is shedding light on your darkness. The other one that I sh- sent out this week it, that was very popular, and by the way, I've got over just since I've tweeted these out, which is just in the last couple of days, I've got literally over 100 responses, so that's really cool. I don't know. 
in many different ways, people emailing or you know, tweeting me back or retweeting. The other one is friends and families of TIs. We are willing to talk to any of you to help you understand the crimes against your friend or your family member. If you're a TI and someone need help in learning or understanding these crimes, feel free to have them contact us. Education is key to getting the truth out. I just wanted yeah, to share those with you. Terry, that's, that's real good. Um, you know, one of the things that I say when something bad happens, like, you know, I get chemicals on something or I feel pain, I said something good is going to come out of it. And then I start thinking of all the good things that I could do. Um, or, you know, what, what's the silver lining of this? Because there's always two sides to the coin. So when I start thinking of what good will come out of this particular thing, whatever that thing is, then I, I shift the game back in my favor. Because uh, we're looking at hyper game theory. So every time you shift the game, they have to reorganize too. Yeah. Well, you guys, I don't know if you guys have heard me before, but I really do. When they, I use that energy to get up the next day and to go ahead to further my fight. Mm-hmm. And it, and so if you guys learn to direct your energy that way, go, okay, they shocked me today. I'm going to send out this flyer. I'm going to do this amount of activists, you know. Okay, they had, I don't get stuck, but for those of you who do, okay, they had nine people stalking me today. That's nine things I need to defer this, you know. But and, and it really is your, it really is your perceptive. As we started this call out, your perceptive and what you say is very huge. So when you guys are out and about for you that get stopped, remember you guys are celebrities. I mean, think about the way the way you see these paparazzi do a celebrity. They get up in the middle of the night. They follow them around. They take pictures of them. They harass them. That's the same thing they're doing to you. You're a celebrity, but just in a different way. Look at yourself, pose for them, wave at them, smile at them, hand them a marker. It will change your day once you take charge. Yes. I've always had that attitude. You know, if uh, 10 people followed me into the store, I, I would say to the shopkeeper, oh, gosh, look what business I brought you. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, look how Very special good. they made you. You know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We're making a lot of money. They are making a lot of money. So think about it, guys. We're very special. Even though we want to bring this yeah. to light, but let's face it. Once we bring them to light, we put them all out of business. Teddy, uh, uh-huh. can I say something? The the money they making is blood money. They have to understand. Exactly. They don't. They don't understand. Blood money is not for good for them. It's for 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 uh, them and their family. That's a curse. Every penny they make on this blood money is going to turn against them one way or another. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I I know that for sure. Agree with that. I believe in that, the law of causality, cause and effect. Yes. The causes that you make, how you make your money is how you will lose it. Cause and, and effect, money's law, life. whichever way you want to look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, something else I wanted to share, Beans, I was going down on here, what I shared today a little bit too. I don't know if you guys know who Liza is. 
but there's a post in my uh, newsletter, and this is something to help further our community. She's putting wants to put together group uh, projects to for TI artists and stuff to put work together and start sharing it with the public, you know, and and further things. So, uh, you guys. Please go to, there's a posting in the forums on my website. If you guys are artists, I have a creative side to you, music, artistry, anything, please get a hold of her and help her out with this project because I think it can be huge, not only for the people that get involved, but I tell you what, it's one I'm going to enjoy GI work. I'll go look at the artwork. I'll listen to the music because that's our community. That's our brothers and sisters. What is she? Um, I'm not sure where she's located at. This is a project that she started. Well, if you want to go and look, you have to know what it is. Well, it's it's at my website in the forums. Oh, okay. Okay. There was, or if you get my newsletter, it's in the newsletter, a little posting about it, and it'll direct you towards the forum. But we need more things like this because not only do we need to fight this crime, guys, but we have to regain our lives. I do have a question, Terry. How do I donate money? I tried to go on your website, and I couldn't figure it out. I want to donate some money. And, well, you just click on the donate button. It'll take you to a page, and then it'll take you to where you can donate it if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay. You know, I'm not I'm not big on taking donations. If people want to, that's great, but please don't feel obligated to do that. No, no, no. I want to help you. I want to donate money to help you with the mailings. This is Vanetta, oh, that's to help great. you with the mailings. And I accept yeah. that, but I just want to let everybody know I'm not out for fame and fortune, and I'm not no. out to get rich or to live off of anybody. I do have a little income. So. We know that. I want to okay. help you with the mailings. Well, I just want to make sure people know that because... There are people that I do think that are, do have alternative motives. You know, we, we, all of us, we just uh, yesterday uh, made a lot of money by not buying that suit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> Well, that's pretty good. That's pretty what good. is that gentleman's name? <laughs> Alex, my name is Alex. Alex. <laughs> thank you, Alex. That thank laughter you, yes. is very much into healing people. Thank you. Uh, I have uh, received a message. From, I think they sending me a lot of fake messages from Mike Mason, but I don't know if it's uh, real or not. If it's, not, me, it's real. If it's, if it's a text, it's from me. Yeah. Okay. So... Thank you. And uh sure. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, they yeah. sent me a lot of fake messages, fake emails. Oh no, it wouldn't be for me. That wouldn't be for me, no. No, no. They sent me that Trump wants to meet me. No, no, I would never send that to you. That is scary. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, you what, if you go you know, meet Trump and, and I'll the, tell the you what I have is, a heck of a message for you. To, to yeah, 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 and and the thing is that he wants a dollar for me to contribute. Exactly. <laughs> no, I would never send that to you because I owe him money, so it won't, we don't we don't talk to each other anymore, so it's okay. <laughs> No. Okay. You're only 
probably most likely just get a quick text or something from me. Email sometimes is I know everybody has a lot of emails to read, and they're probably you know flooded a lot of times as it is. So I send short, quick things when I can. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it, Mike. I am too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Thank Mike, you. Mike, what is the status of your um, your uh, machine which you bought? To I, uh, who had, the person who's planning on using it now is in uh, the Boston area, Frank Allen. Yeah. Um, but he just had major um, surgery. He uh, had the he had his neck opened and he had the artery cleaned out of his neck, and he wants to use that to try some uh, to do some demonstrations at some um, large shopping malls in his area. But I'm I'm hoping after he's done with it, we can send it over to the West Coast. Well, it would let, be useful to have other TIs uh, doing something, or at least the TIs in the, in the state he the machine is in, Massachusetts, to have some plans to use it. Yes, I would like. To, I was hoping that we could get it over to Terry and or get him his own uh, system so that he can you go out exactly. and use it, uh, you know, as part of a demo, as part of a, a public outreach demo, also, or well, or other people that want to use it on the West Coast or whatever. Organize anything. I'm sorry to say. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I tell you what, guys. I'm I'm hoping that we can get some small amounts of technology. I have one device that's quite interesting. Frequencies that can make people. It projects frequencies and to make uh, people sick or pain. It's you know it's not a great demonstration, but uh, I do plan on meeting with mayors and police and going to see senators and everything this year and I'm gonna work very hard at that. Yeah. You know, it's really it's it's too bad because it's really a, a great trick to be able to, to say things to them from, from quite a distance and you're not they can't even see you. That's right. You know, and, and, and I even, or even be right next to them and set it up so that they walk uh, into a motion detector or a Bluetooth setup and their words are repeated back to the into their head. Yeah, I I just wonder if you know taking Cuban revelations into account if people won't get a bit scared of sonic attacks. We would have to make a distinction there. Oh no, that's not anything. That's just right. That's just an advertising tool. It's not nearly the strength of anything. Yeah, yeah. Like that. It's not even. You. It's not possible. You see, we have to be careful to protect. You can warn. You can. I I warn people, but it's so. Um, the the system is automatically self-limiting, so that yeah, yeah, no yeah. I'm sure the system is safe. We know that, but yeah. uh, you know the general public. And then uh, we don't want to get into some legal tangle that we are supposed. That's right. And and I think that once people get accustomed to seeing that out, out and about, at least in, in uh, more than just a couple places, if we can raise the money, that it becomes more of uh, an attraction, like a novelty, and people want to see what that's like. Some country fair, something like yes, that. Yes, yes. Even if they want to see what it's like, because there, you know, you don't first you don't believe it, and then you, you know, you you think, well, yeah, let me try it. You know, it does. Yeah, yeah. We could even make money on it. You know, make right, money right. both and say, do you want to see a voice? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Well, that one of the first things I would say is, this is your conscience speaking to you. <laughs> Yeah. 
Well, I'm hoping that Frank will be able to use it within the next month, but I think that Terry still has uh, a GoFundMe link or page to be able to raise some money, and people should be... The, the point is, it just and not to get off the track, I'm sorry, but people have to get accustomed to... It's hard because so many people are are less than broke, but it's, we have to get used to regularly donating uh, a small amount of whatever money we have so that this thing is... Yeah, but we have to put that money to be working for us and not sitting in somebody's garage. No. There are several people that, that have held them accounts for us for different things, and they're very reliable. Like when I well, when I raised the money, I didn't. The money didn't go to me. Someone else took care of the accounts. I just helped advertise it. I wasn't interested in holding anybody's money. <laughs> and, and when they asked us how much was there or how much was spent, we just showed them. It, it was it was just transparent. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's very important. Yeah. There's a plan to buy some new device to measure the radiation levels and frequency. And Frank himself has a really interesting device that he managed to put together and hopefully can uh, put together a couple more miniaturized ones that also simulate V2K very well through a different uh -huh. uh, a different system. That would be good. Yeah. So let's all hope that he can get out, you know, get recover soon. Yeah, and, but, and but we are learning from from this uh, this particular setup that it has to be put into use. You know, it has to be. Uh, if they are devices for measurement and they cost a few hundred bucks, yeah. they shouldn't be again sitting somewhere. They should be um, sort of distributed and circulated nicely. Around the community, so everybody derives the benefit from. And it does work from three or four stories up. So three or floors, three or four floors up on top of a roof, down to the street, even. So, you know, uh, I wanted to mention something. Means this was brought up. Uh, you guys have heard Mike talk many times about we need to get technology and test it and show it to people. He's very right, guys. Uh, one inexpensive way that we might be able to do this. For any of you that are tech savvy or have the time, I just don't have the time to do this. But there's a lot of very creative guys, people on YouTube that do videos and show you step by step how to build things to detect frequencies, microwave guns, and different things. You know, if you're tech savvy, follow some of those guys and start learning about it so what you can bring back to the group because uh, demonstrating well. stuff is very important. I, I'm not. I'm I'm not very good at that. I can, you know, I, I can do the basic stuff, but nothing like that. And there's several, more than several people who are really good at this stuff, and I'm hoping that they'll catch on and they'll, because we should have been able to put together a, a decent V2K device or, or a couple other things that it shouldn't have been a problem if it's that simple. Is there anybody there that hasn't said anything they'd like to speak up and say something? If you'd like to, please do, because it's always nice to hear from people. You know, something else I'd like to throw out. Uh, I really appreciate all the people that's participated in the buddy list and the database. Uh, my database is growing every day pretty quickly nowadays. 
And uh, that's really going to help her fight out in the long run, guys, to document things, to show the volume of this crime. That's something we really need to do. And uh, something I found interesting, I do not know this is accurate because it is secondhand information, but I was told there was only about 500 people that took part in the survey. Well, we know their TIs are in the thousands, so we got to ask ourselves, why was it only 500? Because the numbers alone will benefit us by showing the volume of the crime. Because take, for instance, uh, when I, I don't know if you guys heard when I talked to the Portland Police officer when I went to go talk to the senator at the town hall meeting, I threw him the figure 1.2 million victims of this crime, and he said that was small. So, and he wow. said, one thing is, is that when you have a small number, it doesn't look big for the, the target. No, it doesn't look, it's mm. not, it doesn't help, right, you're right. It and so help. we show the true numbers and get out there and show how many are victims with T-shirts and stuff. That'll help get us in the media, too, when we show the numbers of people complaining. And also, like one psychiatrist wrote in his article that's favorable for us, is that once we show the numbers, that'll be a way to, so that we will discredit people's work, saying that we're crazy and stuff. Because the sheer numbers of people talking show this is a mental illness. Uh, Terry, I hope you have a, a, a several copies of that database and everything. If something happened, that you have a backup. Yes. Uh, well, to give you an idea on how my database is set up, the company that controls the forms keeps the database for me. There's a database on my website. I print every single testimony out, a hard copy, and it's put away. And plus, every once in a while, I back it up to a USB drive. Okay, very good. I, I'm, I'm glad you're doing that because these uh, crooks, they can destroy uh, anything, you know. Well, you know, and, and that's very interesting that you say that, but you, you do realize that as they destroy things, remove things and stuff, If we that's another part of documenting. If we document those things, that's another sign of showing that there's a crime going on. That's Just why the sheer I, fact that they remove it and try to hide what we're doing. Yeah, if I have some, something, so I do three, four, and sometimes five copies and put in different places. Yes. And you guys, I don't know if you guys know, there's a form on my website that OSI actually developed it, but I thought it was pretty good. It's a disclaimer form. I think every TI should get one of those and fill out three copies and keep them in different places. And just in case something happens, I think that's very important. Can you describe that form a little, uh, a little bit more? Oh, sure. Let me go to my website. Maybe I'll share it in the next uh, newsletter because I, I do think it's important. What's the definition of a disclosure disclosure form? It's basically what it's doing is it's stating if anything happens to you that it literally wasn't your will or your consciousness that did it, you know, or if you suddenly die or something like that. So I'll read this to you guys. Uh, beings were on the subject, says, Organized Gain Stalking Crime Victims Warning Disclaimer. After revelations of some particular recent global events and incidents, some in which are involved members and victims of other anti-harassment and human rights groups 
supposedly committed suicide, which may believe possible to stage murders made to appear as suicide to rid particular victims. We ad- advise and urge every organized gain-stalking techno harassment victim to post this disclaimer notice or pro- on their profile's account and set records straight for information to the public, possibly thwart any criminal plots and manipulation attempts against themselves and victims of the crime. And then it is it has many statements. It goes, I am, and it's supposed to be your name. So it says, I am posting this notice to make others and the public aware that I am a victim of a heinous crime known as organized stalking and technological harassment. And I would like to make it abundantly clear that I am in no way threat or danger to myself or others. Uh, line number two is, I am mentally competent and I have no history of current alleged mental health problems and I am not paranoid or schizophrenic. I have never consented nor have I ever appointed anyone to act as my power of attorney over me, including family or any third, third party been seen any kind of written statement claiming that I have appointed someone as a POA now that this is a legal, fraudulent, and forged POA document signature, and I will personally pursue legal action against them. Uh, Number four is, I have no intent, nor would I ever harm another person unless it is clearly self-defense or for my own personal protection self-defense. Number five is I am not a heavy drug user and I don't and would not ever use any type of drug that involves needles, injections, substances of any type, which is high-potency drug that could cause an overdose or death. The sixth one is the final one. It says I have never been or never will be suicidal if any serious crime, murder, suicide, including but not limited to murder, suicide, hangings, drug overdose, poisoning, shooting, stabbing, raping, arson, bombing, terrorism, terrorism plot, murder for higher plots, conspiracy, possessions of child pornography, possession of heavy drugs, sabotage of any kind. If any of these happens to occur supposedly involving me, know that I am innocent person that and that is the criminally staged set-up framing event attempting to rid a legitimate victim of a heinous crime known as organized stalking or technical harassment. And instance, these events may happen to occur that supposedly involves me. I demand and want you to persistently demand the media coverage and full their rule of persistence legit investigation on my behalf, including non-manual or technical manipulation polygraphs administered to be honest, non-corrupt, polluting authorities and others. Also, anything happens to me, know that it is the criminal, individual, organized harassment, stalking, electronic harassment, torture towards me that is personally responsible that caused it to happen. And that's what it says. It's just a disclaimer. It probably could be a little more well-written, but that's what I have right now. Well, thank you, Terry, for reading yes, thank that. Thank you, Terry. 
Thank you. And I, do, I really do think it's important. I'm going to try to come up with a revised um, version of this. I would like to find somebody that's well-spoken and maybe of a, some type of legal background to help go over this. Hey, can I quickly interject something? Oh, I don't know. Can you? <laughs> I'll try. I'm glad I can be heard. Thank you, Terry. Um, I simply wanted to say that um, I agree with the agenda to at least initially focus on targeted individuals. I think using Ted Gunderson's affidavit is a great strategy. Um, and then limiting, at least initially, our awareness campaigns on the gang stalking. That makes a lot of sense. And once that is revealed and exposed, we will be able to see all the different other strategies that are being used. And and I also just wanted to say thank you, Terry. Um, I've been able to put a bunch of links on your your web on on the uh, the chat tonight uh, without any issue, and I've never had an issue either uh, with you, Linda. Um, I recognize that it, it it could be on my end, but more than half of the links that I try to uh, share are um, are changed after I post them. So I'll check them two or three times, and they work. And when I post them, they are changed. Um, but not on your, not on the chat tonight, Terry. And I was able to to get them all out. And I just wanted to say, um, I'm the real Patrick. And and Alex would know this because Alex, I, I'm the one who sent you the patents. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I okay. appreciate it. Yes. And and I hate to have to take up much time for this, but I do just want to say that both in written chats, uh, including Frank's chat, and I don't think Frank has anything to do with it, but then also apparently. Um, it verbally, someone has been imitating my voice, um, and I just want to throw that out. So if if someone is saying things that are irrational um, and don't sound like me, um, or for that matter, uh, other people, um, there are voice imitation software um, I don't want to scare people about this, but since someone was referring to me last night when I had just got on the call and they were referring to somebody else's Patrick repeatedly. Um, so D Dr. Whitehouse had mentioned that Adobe has software. Um, and I don't think this is a big issue, but I just wanted to throw it out there just in case anyone sounds, um, any any person or their message sounds a little strange. Um, Don't worry, we, we got your <laughs> fingerprints. We got <laughs> your fingerprints. <laughs> 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 
I, I want to say something also. I want to add something. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I encourage each one of you, when you see a perpetrator, take pictures of him. The, the, psychologically, it's going to put pressure on them. I have like 70 uh, pictures of the stalkers, foot soldiers and others. So that's, uh, I think that would be uh, not just talking to talk to them and bring them to the store as a customer, but make pictures of them. Patrick, can you tell me what you said? You don't have an issue with me. Did something happen on my call that was um, that messed with your links or something? Oh no, I, I was saying that on your calls, I I haven't um, had problems. Okay, good. With with putting out links. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, but I, I have had on on multiple talk show platforms issues with comments not appearing, but I, I recognize that that could be completely on my end. In other words, that someone's hacking things before they get to talk shoe. I do know that when I email people, um, it will take sometimes a couple minutes for my AOL to send the message. Mm -hmm. And then what I see in my sent folder is often dramatically revised. Um, so that's just that's just me. And again, I don't need to um, focus yeah, on that. It um, happened to many people. I also, I also um, wanted Patrick. to continue to throw out there that the the attacks on the Canadian and the U.S. Embassy in uh, Cuba uh, that. Senators like Marco Rubio have said that maybe the attacks were indeed microwaves and not sonic. And the three agencies involved with the investigations, uh, that's the FBI, um, then the Rocky Mount, you know, the, the Canadian uh, intelligence, and then the Cuban intelligence, at no point did they um, say anything about the attacks being due to uh, cicadas or, uh, or or crickets, and I I did hear that someone was saying that, and and that was never considered uh, a theory. The theory that was framed in the media from the beginning, and and also illustrates how um, bought our mainstream media was that they were sonic or acoustic and the way it was framed was are they or are they not sonic acoustic as opposed to what type of directed energy were they and I will say that I've been in touch and I've, I've had comments and also responses from people um, aides from people in the State Department and that they are aware that at least the attacks down there were most likely not sonic or acoustic and that they were some other directed test. And the, the State Department, the State Department's Bureau of Intelligence is one of the smallest out of the 17 agencies, but is one of 
the 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 most um, credible, and I uh, and I say that because when we had the huge lead up to the the second Gulf War, the State Department's Bureau of Intelligence was adamantly saying that Saddam did not have weapons of mass destruction. Um, so my point is, it's nice that they're most likely aware of what's happening, not just what happened in Cuba, but they're likely aware of what's happening here. And that's one of the reasons I think it's really, really important, as Terry and Linda had stressed, that we that we focus on the targeted individuals and then on the organized stalking or gang stalking because I suspect that we have people, some of the guests that we see when we have these large numbers of people could indeed be from State Department intelligence communities and looking at the, the larger community and what's going on and that they could help expose these crimes. Um, and so I don't think we're going to catch uh, the Illuminati in their mansions at any point in time in the near future sacrificing children to Satan, but we may be able to bring down the rogue elements that are involved in our state, federal State, well, excuse me, local, state, and federal law enforcement and intelligence agencies. And so I think it's important to focus on humans and human entities. And, and I appreciate that, that, that Terry has been emphasizing that on these calls. So that's it. I, I, that's all I really wanted to. Oh, actually, one of the things, too, I wanted to throw out when it comes to if if we have someone that comes into the community with a large amount of what seems to be credible information again um that we we separate the information from the person because there's a distinct technique in disinformation and it's called the poisoned person and a poisoned person is someone who presents a a bunch of credible information, but then proceeds to discredit themselves deliberately to discredit the body of evidence that they have presented. Um, so that's so that's a distinct disinformation technique, and so I just wanted to throw that out there um, about people in the future that we separate the message from the person and um that's it and thanks for what you're doing terry i appreciate your agenda and i'm, I'm behind it 100 percent. i'm just working on different things behind the scenes but thank you everyone thank you thank for you. sharing patrick you always got good input patrick Thanks. Oh, and, and Terry, you, you touched on this, and I have I have probably close to 10 different theories on motives for the Cuban attacks. Um, 
and and some of those theories are completely contradictory, and I I continue to leave the door open for new information. But Terry, you were talking earlier about uh, technological countermeasures to directed energy tech and a distinct motive for the Cuban attacks could have been to get increased funding for countermeasures uh, in the directed energy market. Uh, so that's just one of many theories that I wanted to throw out there. Um, but I would like to see our government and other, other governments rein in the market um, instead of going hog wild on countermeasure tax and, you know, another 40 billion spent on countermeasures in the next year or something. Um, so I'm glad you mentioned the, the countermeasures, Terry. And again, I'll, I'll step back and let the call go on. And I, I, it's, it's really great to be able to throw a lot of links out there. Thank you. I did miss a little bit of the confirmation. I had to switch from my computer to my phone, guys. So I am back on now. Can I say to Patrick that, Patrick, I, I uh, clicked on some of your links, and that, that information is so clear. Thank you. You know, it's very, very good. Thank you. You're welcome. I, for people that... Um, are on the chats often a lot of the articles are are, are are the same ones I post a lot but I they're ones that I think are really important and I continue to um, suspect that from time to time we probably do have very interesting visitors looking at the chat and um, and listening to the conversation and um, I'm, I'm encouraged by the fact that the State Department's intelligence arm tends to be one of the more reputable arms um, of the intelligence community. Because w the whole world was basically spreading disinformation prior to the second Gulf War, but the State Department's Bureau of Intelligence uh, had the integrity to go against the grain and say that Saddam did not have weapons of mass destruction. So that speaks volumes. I'm not saying that they won't get some major things wrong from time to time, but just that I um, I think there are, in, in most of the intelligence agencies, excuse me, in all of the intelligence agencies, there are really good people um, working within them, um, but sometimes things are corrupted all the way at the top and it makes it difficult for the people in the community. So that's all I need that's, to say. Thanks. Yeah, that's a good point. We, you know, something else I want to mention to people, we really should not go around looking at everybody's a perp what we should do is think of it when you think somebody's a perp look at them more as somebody to educate you guys seriously 
And that'll also, the way you think about it, will help make your day much better. Yeah, I think, I mean, this whole process and the theory behind this is to is to degrade and, and destroy people's psyches, psyches. Um, so the other thing what, what we are going to see from time to time is, are people that are completely unraveling. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just sort of uh, agreeing with you, Terry, that we have to be careful not to um, begin to label people as perps because they may be someone that's just completely unraveling and that needs needs our support and help. Yeah. Well, if you actually think about it, I don't know about you guys, but I look at the perpetrators much worse off than we are. They're actually committing crimes every day. They've turned into career criminals, and the ones that have lied to have been deceived greatly. Hi, Terry. Hello. How are you doing? Pretty good. This is Gina from Kansas City. I just wanted hi, to say Gina. hi. Um, I'm doing good, hon. Just wanted to say hi, and it's good to hear all the positive energy and laughter. And you made my night better. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. That's what it's all about. We need to start being positive and add to the productive side of things. Quit working on the negative and go forward. Right. And everyone, you know, I don't know if you guys all know who Liza is. I mentioned it earlier, but if you can get involved, that would be exceptionally huge. You know, in artists, for those of you who have a creative side that thinks you lost it, believe me, you haven't. All you got to do is get involved in something, and it'll really help you go forward again. And uh, another note, um, as we're winding down, uh, Linda mentioned earlier in the call, for those of you who may not be here, she's going to start working on some things. I'm going to help her out about uh, family members getting educated so we can help reunite families. I hope all of you guys will help support her in that endeavor, and uh, let's make that into a big, positive, great movement. Thanks, Gary. Thank you. You know, and something else, guys, if you guys know stores that are supportive of us, you know, churches, counselors, anything, uh, let's start putting that information together so that TIs can get a hold of it so that we can move forward in our fight. Because one thing that they really do try to strip us of is any form of support from family, friends, or the community. Let's start rebuilding it. Let's show them that we can't be shut out. Hello? Hello? Yeah, hi, it's Brian, too. Is anyone, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. Well, I want to say that I'm, I'm really glad to see this call. I'm very happy to see this call. At the same time, Ella's running her call. 
this is a very good option for people. Uh, or this is, you know, an option. I should say I, I, I'm not familiar with his moderator or anything. I'm just saying something had to be done because they're using the, the conference calls as a as a um, as a variable to to build a cognitive model on on, on TIs. And you have to get away from from government perpetrators and cyber stalking thugs because they're using them as ver as verification triggers. They don't care about the relevance of your conversation. They care about your memory and thought process. So I'm very happy to see another call at the same time of Ella's. It's not at the same time. Ella's starts at six o'clock, and this call ends at six o'clock. Yes. Well, it should continue, I think. <clears throat> well, anyway, the point the point is uh, they have to they have to isolate you. If they don't isolate you, it, it, their technology is disrupted significantly. If there are people in your life or who want to inject themselves into your life, into your daily activities, that produces variables which they cannot predict and influence. They can't foresee those variables, so they can't predict and influence them. So it disrupts significantly their ability to map out your It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.